welcome back to Speak Truth to Life here on our platforms all around and welcome to iHeart um, listeners. I thank you and I see you out there. This is Pam Osby, your host. Uh, we talk on this platform about multiple things in our society and culture, trending topics, and things that pique my interest. Okay. So with that being said, as I've been noticing a trend around, of course, gun violence in this country, one thing that really touches my heart is seeing gun violence occur in all forms, but also women who are in domestic violence situations or with partners who unfortunately are not the best partners. And a Louisiana woman, um, died not because of anything big but her boyfriend was upset that she wouldn't let him borrow her car and so he killed her in their driveway see i don't like talking about these type of stories but i highlight these type of stories because now it seems like americans are unhinged on all kinds of normal things that we would say, uh, you know, having a conversation about a car should not end my life, but enter in a person having access to a gun, that person may be mentally unstable or just unstable to the point where they can't rationalize, they can't deal with conflict resolution. They don't have conflict uh, resolution skills. We all know people that we work with or in our families or in our circles or even the neighbor that they don't like you to tell them no. In that case, they may just grab a gun and end your life. I don't understand it. I will never understand it. So this Louisiana man, his name is Gregory Earl Jones, age 40 was convicted on April 27th for the second-degree murder of Tasha Mayberry. He now faces life behind bars when he is sentenced on May 30th. This incident between him and his, his partner occurred on February 16th, 2020. That was one month before we all got locked down for COVID. Just want to put that in perspective. She would not let him use her car. The couple got into an argument in the driveway of their Shreveport home. That's Shreveport, Louisiana. During the dispute, he pulled out a nine millimeter gun and shot his girlfriend twice. He struck her in the chest and leg. He fled the scene and was shot by police after he pointed a gun at them when they located and attempted to apprehend him the following day. You know, you know, I don't know too much about this woman. Rest in peace to her. I don't know if they had children. I don't know if there was uh, a lot of violence between them. But the fact that she lost her life over him not being able to hear the word no. And then I'm not going to belabor you with, you know, too much thoughts, but it does seem to me that I've seen an escalation of people 
not willing to have a conversation and and have differences of opinions where instead of having a conversation, they just will stab you, they will shoot you, they will kill you. We've seen all these different incidents happening in the country where people are losing their lives over things. Why? Because some people don't want to hear the word no. They don't know how to deal with someone telling them no. I've been dealing with the word no for a long time, by the way. I'm not going to get everything that I want. When I was a kid, I would ask for things and my parents would say no. And I would just be mad about it, but I had to accept that I couldn't get everything that I want. As I got older and I would have to be in high school and working on projects with other students, I would hear the word no from the teacher. Like maybe I say, I don't want to be in this particular group because I don't like the personality of someone. They're like, um, Pam, you still have to be in this group. When I got older and I would have to work with people that I didn't like, you know, I had to, there is always a difference of opinion. I've worked with coworkers I didn't particularly care for. But instead of me going ballistic, coming to, to the job and shooting and killing somebody like the the young man did in, uh, I think it was Oklahoma, that bank situation, he just came in there and just killed a bunch of innocent people instead of dealing with his own issues. The young lady who went to, well, the transgendered woman who went to that school and murdered a bunch of people. Instead of dealing with whatever their issue was, I mean, killing a, bu- a bunch of innocent people is not going to, it's not going to cleanse your soul. It's not going to do anything. Those innocent people didn't do anything to you, but yet you felt like you had to do that to them. It's a symptom of a deeper issue that, you know, I'm not a therapist. I can't tell you from that point of view. I can tell you as an individual who has lived in a neighborhood where I had not pleasant neighbors and they would do things where I felt like I wanted to knock on their door. But these days you got to be careful of that because as we saw what happened down in, I believe, Texas, what happened to that family shouldn't have happened. They simply wanted the neighbor to hush so the baby can sleep. He was out there shooting, 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 shooting his son. And they simply wanted some peace and quiet so the child could sleep. But you can't knock on people's doors anymore and try to be cordial with your neighbors and say, hey, your noise is a little bit too loud because you don't know what you're going to get. Americans are unhinged. This culture of guns in our society is not our friend. And we're going to continue to see people get hurt. Good people get hurt. This young lady with this partner said no for a reason. And he was unable to accept it and decided he wanted to unalive her. And then he thought he would just go guns blazing and get away from the police. That didn't happen. Like I said, rest in peace to anyone who has had gun violence. It, you know, gun violence has has uh, impacted a lot of people that I know and, and my personal family. We had one family member who didn't do anything but get in their car after hanging out at night, coming from a bar, just like, you know, about to go home, minding their own business. But guess what? 
some knucklehead decided they want to do what they want to do. So, uh, uh, one of my co, uh, one of my um, friends from college always says, "Keep your head on the swivel, Pam. You gotta keep your head on the swivel." I'm like, you know what? That's true. You know, we gotta keep our head on the on the like those bobble dolls. You know, the dolls in their head go from side to side to side. Yeah, we gotta keep our heads like that these days in this country. Because we never know, you know, if the person that you see that you pass while you're taking out the garbage is going to pull out a gun and shoot you. You don't know. If they they feel fear and they think that you roll their eyes at them or something to make them uncomfortable. You never know. And it's a shame. I like, you know, I I, I don't understand how we got to this place of discontentment where we just want to hurt other people. But I want us to roll the clock back so we can get back to the business of loving and caring and living our lives in peace and not constant fear, not constant PTSD walking around with trauma. Because it is traumatic when you hear these stories. It's traumatic when you are looking at the news. And I have family members who tell me, you know what, I don't look at the news anymore. Out of sight, out of mind. And while that might be a good thing to do, you still need to keep your head on the swivel even in that case because information is constantly changing and stuff is constantly happening. So be safe out there and find a way to navigate this, what I call landmine that we have in America. Love you all. Take care. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Speak truth to life. Stay in a good space, y'all. And don't let nobody take you in the other's place. Okay? Peace.